Hey, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today's episode is part three in our Holy Health Habits series. And today I just give a little bit of a recap of the former two episodes, and then we dig into how you can practically enjoy your wellness journey. I do get a little fierce in this episode because I am really passionate about mindset and having a Christ-like attitude toward our bodies and toward what we are being called to do instead of begrudgingly. And I do talk about that quite a bit in this episode and what it looks like to reshape the negative in our minds and turn them into a positive toward our fitness and our health and wellness, whatever that looks like for you. You can find me on Instagram at SDFitWell and let me know what struck you the most so far about these three episodes in the series. And then we will continue on with getting a bit more practical in the next episode of Holy Health Habits. I will see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. As you are listening to this episode, I want to remind you that you can get a free seven-day trial of my SD FitWell app. In that app, there's a no judgment zone, a variety of workout programs, a community of faith-based women. I am sending out encouraging texts weekly, if not more than that, and there is scripture in between every single set in your workouts, and more workouts are being added regularly too. So check that out. If you need a place to feel safe in your wellness journey and to also build these holy health habits that we're talking about in the last couple episodes, in this one, in the episodes to come, this is the place for you. This membership, this app is all about giving you the space to give you the tools you need to become this person God has called you to be, this woman of Christ that you are right now. In whatever circumstances you are with your family, with your friends, your, your job, wherever you are, being the person you are right now, but then also who you are becoming and how you are enjoying this journey and what health habits are going to help you enjoy this journey. And that is what this membership is all about. So please head to the link in the show notes below, get yourself a free seven day trial and I will see you in there. Hey, fit family and welcome back to 
This episode, part three of our new Holy Health Habits series, and we are talking all about how to enjoy your wellness journey. And we touched a little bit about this on part two. I will link all of those in the show notes below, the first part and the second part. In these first three episodes, we are really just digging into some background work and figuring out why health habits matter, why, how your spiritual disciplines really do affect your health habits day in, day out, why your spiritual disciplines are the breeding ground, so to speak, of your health habits and why you need those spiritual disciplines in place first or alongside your health habits. And so just to recap a little bit, that's what the first episode was all about, was what spiritual disciplines are, what health habits are, and how they intersect. So if you haven't gone back and if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that episode because that really sets the foundation for this whole series. And so with that, we talked about that in that first episode. And then the second episode, we really dug into what are your goals for your body, for your health? What really matters right now? And how do you know if your health habits align with what matters? And we talked about having an identity-based goal instead of striving and working so hard for this outcome-based goal of X amount of weight loss or X amount of inches loss or whatever that is. And how by having this identity-based goal in Christ, who we feel like he is calling us to be right now, currently, and in the future, whether that's one, three, five, ten years, whatever you decided to do. When you went through that episode at the end, I had you go through several questions to think about and really nail down what you feel like the Lord is calling you to do. And in that, having this identity-based goal, you are setting yourself up for success because then you can create health habits that help you become the person you want to be, not just the weight you want to lose. I'm going to talk about more about that in a minute. As we're going through this, you can think of every episode, I'm going to talk about a spiritual discipline briefly. I'm going to talk about what it is, why it matters. In short, I'm going to go deeper into a health habit that that spiritual discipline helps set you up for as a health habit, what that health habit is, and practical actions or skills you need in order for that health habit to become a part of your daily life and different actions that you may need to help you become the person that you're wanting to grow into. And so you can think of your spiritual disciplines as spiritual exercises because they are. You are having to work now. Maybe if you have had a quiet time for yourself for the past 10 years every single day or Monday through Friday or whatever that looks like, it's just a part of who you are now. And that's what we want these health habits to become. They, we don't want them to necessarily become exercise anymore. We don't want it to be something that is forced. But to begin with, sometimes we do have to force things. We have to set aside. When you first became a believer, you weren't automatically in this new routine of this cute little quiet time with all the Bible pens and color coding highlighters and all the different methods, inductive and hear method and soap method and pray method and all the things. Like you had to intentionally study, acquire knowledge, practically apply it, gain wisdom from the Lord and figure out how to build it into your life. It's the same with these health habits. You have to figure out how to build them into your life. You are working toward growing stronger in your faith through these spiritual disciplines. Similarly, in these health habits and in your workouts, you are using them to grow 
stronger in your body, using that as a reflection of what the Lord is doing on the inside of your heart. So I want to give a brief example first before I talk into talk to some specifics about how to enjoy the journey. And I just I've actually used this example illustration before, but just thinking through even the book of Exodus and how when they leave leave Egypt, right? So they're the Exodus, Moses is, you know, coming back to the Egyptians the Pharaoh, and he's like, hey, let my people go, and all these things are happening, and the plagues, and all those things. Once they, you know, the Lord gets them out of Egypt, once he gets them out of Egypt, and they are now on their way to the promised land, before they get there, the Lord makes sure that there are several things happening first, like establishing how to talk to him, meaning creating this movable temple, so to speak, this tent That is where the Lord is dwelling, creating this place for the Lord to dwell and then figuring and then having Moses as this person, as a spokesperson to be able to talk with God and work through some things for all of the Israelites and being this intercessor. Moses is an intercessor at just as the Holy Spirit and Jesus is our intercessor now. And so all of these things have to get, get, get into place. So they have to figure out how to talk to God. Then they receive the Ten Commandments and they have to figure out how to walk with God. So how to talk with God, how to walk with God, and then how to enjoy the journey with him and trust him in the journey. So they build this temporary temple, this tent that Moses uses to dwell with the Lord, that the Lord's presence dwells in, and they move everywhere they go. They're given the Ten Commandments, which which helps guide them, their attitudes, their hearts, their minds. It helps guide what they're doing day in and day out, knowing what is sinful, what is against the law. And then they're trusting the Lord in the journey. So the Lord is doing all of these things before they can even get to the promised land, before they can get to the end result, which is what they're all wanting, right? Like I'm sure they would have just wanted to go from Egypt to the promised land. But the Lord's like, no, no, no. You need to know me because I am your God and you are my people. And in order to know me, you have to know me in this journey and you have to enjoy. It's far better to enjoy this journey with me than to get to the end and never have known me at all. Sounds like something familiar that we hear in the New Testament. And so this example of the Exodus of Moses and the Israelites, it's so timely for us because we have to learn how to be in this journey and be satisfied and content in this journey before you can ever arrive at your goals. You have to know how, and that's what God does for the Israelites. He's teaching them how to know God before they arrive in this promised land, how to dwell with him, what it looks like to to enjoy this journey, to follow the pillar of fire, to follow the cloud, to know he's behind them and he goes before them. We have to know how in our journey too. And that's what enjoying the journey that when we talk about enjoying the journey it's a day by day learning what who it is God is calling us to be who we are right now who we are right now currently what we can take on who he's calling us to be and then building in consciously and consistently building in small daily habits health habits these holy health habits that we're talking about into our everyday lives to help us grow and become that person that he's calling us to be currently 
and for the future. And I just want to hone in on something. And this is really where enjoying the journey, you're going to understand a little even of the science behind this. Because when we focus on, we talked about in in the second part of this series about our identity and focusing on who it is that we want to be instead of the outcome and striving for that. And here's what makes that so different for us in this journey is because when we are focusing on gaining something, the person God is calling us to be, you to be, and growing into that, it's a lot easier to enjoy the journey than when you focus on losing something. When you get so caught up, or even myself, I have been here, when I have gotten so caught up in losing the weight or the inches or the fat, we are focusing on a negative. And that shapes our brains. There's a ton of science about that. There's a ton of science about how focusing on negative, on a negative or negative circumstances or something negative, like constantly trying to be in a state of losing, focusing on something negative can affect our immunity and our health lifelong in the future because it can create inflammation. Our brains are powerful and that inflammation can, can then cause various autoimmune disorders or diseases or whatever the cases are because we're focusing on a negative, on losing something. Nobody wants to lose. You want to be, you know, like that's why if you, if you grew up in a Baptist church or, you know, ever heard of upwards, you know, everybody's winner, you know, where we have to learn how to lose well. Right. And, and you know, we've talked about that on this podcast of, you know, learning how to get uncomfortable and quote unquote failing, but still continuing to, to thrive and push forward despite that. When we focus on a positive, what we are gaining then being able to enjoy the journey comes a whole lot easier because so often what happens is we get into the middle of a new workout program, a new nutrition program, and we're adding all these things in, adding, 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 and, and removing these things like removing sugar or we're going on a 21-day detox or a 30-day whole foods. You know, whatever it is, we're, fo- we're losing something that we're used to having consistently. But instead, if we focus on adding in these health habits, that can, in turn, naturally help us let go of some habits we may have that are not serving our bodies well, and we are then replacing them by gaining something, and that gaining is better health and enjoying the journey and becoming who God has called us to be. So having a positive workout experience and health experience is going to help you have a positive journey. Is it always going to be easy? No. But if in your mind or out loud while you're going through a workout or you're making a dinner that's confusing because it has like a zillion a whole foods ingredients, including including gur gum and, you know, all these things. Like if you're if you're constantly thinking in your mind or talking about how much you hate it, you guys, I'm going to get real for a moment. OK. If you are constantly in your mind thinking about how you dislike something or you hate something about your health and wellness or your body. Okay, or your fitness, you're doing it wrong. You are trying to, when, when you get into that space, you're in a negative space and that is not going to serve you long term. And you're going to end up exploding or imploding or failing at whatever you're doing. You aren't going to suddenly start enjoying it after hating it in your mind for so long. And that's the reality of it. If you constantly have negative thoughts about your workouts or about eating healthy, then you're constantly going to have a negative health journey. 
And that's just the truth of it. And you have to change that. You have to change your mindset. You have to start rephrasing your mind. And it's not about sometimes women can think, I'm just pushing through. I'm trying to be strong. Like I'm just forcing myself to get this done because I have to. And this is what's going to give me the end result. Stop it. Stop it. If that is you, stop whatever you're doing right now. Stop whatever program you're in, whatever nutrition you're doing, because it's not going to serve you long term. That is stubbornness and that is pride at its finest. And I know that because I've been there. And I also have known it's become sinful for myself. And I say this because that negative experience in our minds is not serving you for your health and your fitness journey. It isn't. And again, let me just reiterate, you are not always going to enjoy every single workout you do. You're not always going to enjoy every meal. I made a a meal the other day. I was like, oh, this is healthy. This is going to be great. Use gluten-free noodles with it. It was terrible. I ended up throwing it away. It was not great. And I'm pregnant, so I'm a little more sensitive to foods right now, too. And so I, you know, that was a disappointment, but I wasn't like, oh man, Shayla, like you can never do anything well, you know, I was like, no, that just didn't taste great. And I'm gonna have to try something different next time. You know, we have to learn to rephrase and take a thought inventory to see where our minds are about our health and our fitness journey. And so here's something interesting I wanted to share with you. The, the, the science, some of the science behind this, and I hope I say their names correct. But there was recently a study published, and actually I think this year, 2023, by uh, Anderson Bubli, I think, and DeHertz that looked at how much emotions and memories, past memories, affect our workouts and our healthy eating. And if you have ever said, like, I'm just not feeling it today, or I just, just can't do the workout, I just can't get up and do it. Like, this is just thinking about it makes me mad because I'm not getting the results I want. And thinking about it makes me want to go cry because it just seems too hard or it's just too hard or, you know, any kind of comment, rephrase that however, you know, if that fits, you know, something you've said before, even though, you know, okay, right, you know, exercising and eating foods that are good for your body is a wise choice. But just because you know that doesn't mean you're always going to do it. And so what these people were doing is they were looking at emotions and how past memories affect our workouts and our healthy eating, but most specifically our workouts. And those who, here are some of the results. Those who were more active tended to have more positive emotions and memories with exercise than those who were inactive or struggled to quote unquote stay motivated. So how can you change this to enjoy the journey? If you have, first of all, you have to look back and see, do you have negative experiences, emotions, or memories associated with your workouts and typically those can come from this is just me not necessarily the study that was talking about this but typically those negative emotions experiences those feelings can come from one striving really hard and never reaching your goal two doing workouts that were way too hard for you that you just kept pushing through three trying to push past your push past your own limitations or boundaries physically and ending up injured or hurt or really sore for four to five days where you had a terrible experience because your muscles were hurting so bad. Or another experience could be working out so hard so fast that you actually got sick because you were doing too much too soon. These can create, these types of scenarios can create 
a bad experience or something that that makes you think of your workout in a negative way, a negative light. But we have to re the, the good news is you can reshape your emotions and create new memories. So if you've had bad experiences before in your your health and your fitness, you can reshape and and create new memories. And honestly, having bad experiences with your workouts or fitness or a past with something is probably one of the reasons, and this is just me talking, again, not this study, but just out of my own experience and working with clients, that's probably a reason why you're sw- trying to switch up your workouts pretty frequently too. Like if you join a program, like, hey, I'm going to join the SD Fitwell app. This is great. You start out and you're like, this is awesome. Usually between month two and month three, people are wanting to change their workout routine. And usually that's because they don't feel like they're getting the results that they want. It takes a lot longer than that, first of all. Second of all, it's because it's not giving them what they want. And that can create this negative experience where you're changing your workouts all the time and you're shifting from program to trainer to trainer to program to, you know, you're just trying to find what works best for you. And I think we've talked about that on this podcast too, of like, you know, of you should find something you love. Well, yeah, you know, the truth is, should you find workouts you love? Absolutely. Is it going to help you work out? Absolutely. But there are things that we have to do for our health physically, like resistance training, using weights and using them effectively, progressively overloading that we need to be doing for the benefits of the health. But while you may know that you want these benefits, you have to create these new memories or reshape your emotions towards these workouts to then be able to reap the benefits of these particular types of workouts. This doesn't have to stay this way. You can move at a pace that works best for you. So enjoying the journey comes down to remembering the identity and what we are gaining in Christ rather than what we are losing. And one way that you can do this is to find people who focus on how exercise makes you feel, you know, not just for the health benefits and the identity that it's associated with rather than what it's going to make you look like on the outside. Because if you are continuing to follow a program or a trainer that is all about the physique, the aesthetics, what is happening on the outside of your body, then you're probably going to continue to work toward these outcome-based goals instead of this identity and these behaviors and these habits that we really desire for lifelong health, especially as a believer in Christ. Because our bodies are already good. They are. God made them good. He called them good. Is sin affecting our bodies every day? Yes, absolutely. It is. But we can still enjoy the journey today. Remember our identity in Christ and what we are gaining in him through these health habits rather than what we are losing, like the weight or the inches or the sugar or whatever it is that you're trying to cut out in your health and your fitness journey. When we have a dream or a vision, I'm a huge dream dreamer, huge vision caster. When we have a dream or vision, even for our own lives as women of, of Christ, we can then choose the habits that align with what will work well for that vision for you and for your family. These small habits and choices compounded over time consistently will help us and you reach your desired goal or direction in life. We can enjoy the journey, but it all goes back to our mindset. 
It all goes back to, are we focusing on losing something or are we focusing on gaining something in Christ? Are we focusing on punishing our bodies because it's not good enough? Like losing weight, you want it to look a particular way because it doesn't feel good enough to you? Or are you focusing on gaining the love of Christ in your body and embodying that love of Christ by treating it kindly through workouts and eating the foods that make you feel in your body feel good. So your homework for this episode, if you haven't already taken the time to dream or have this vision for yourself for your one, three, five, or 10 years, I want you to work on that. I want you to work on this vision first because as we move into these next episodes about specific health habits, now let me just put a little caveat here. This vision, this dream will probably change over time and that's okay. It is absolutely okay, but the Lord will let us know when things need to change. We are holding this identity as our gospel. Nothing else is the gospel except the gospel, but we are holding it through a biblical lens and knowing he will guide and direct our steps, but we have to make the conscious choices day, today, and tomorrow, and the next day to make steps towards who he has called us to be currently and who we feel he's calling us to be in the future. And so when you know that, These next few episodes, what you get to do practically is I'm going to talk about the spiritual discipline. If that spiritual discipline is a weakness or something that you need to establish, we want to get that established. But then I'm going to talk about how that relates to a particular health habit. And I am going, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to give specific actions to help you implement this health habit or this skill, so to speak, into your everyday life. And these actions are the things that you can choose from that align with who you feel like you are right now, your family, your current circumstances, and who you feel like the Lord is calling you to be in the future as well. So we're going to get really practical with those. You're going to be able to pick and choose what works best for you, but it all comes back to you have to have this vision in front of you first. Otherwise, you're not going to know where to start. So you need to have the vision. You need to know that in this journey too, Satan is going to come in. Why would he not want to? Because if you are treating your body kindly instead of negatively of, oh, I have to lose this weight because, you know, my thighs are big. I need this thigh gap or I need to lose this weight before X event or whatever it is. Because if if he can get you thinking about the negative, then you'll stay stuck there and you won't find the freedom in the journey that we've talked about so often in this podcast. Know that it's coming, okay? Battle up and prepare yourself. Put on the full armor of God because when you are choosing freedom and the positive in your health journey and what you are gaining in Christ, Satan's going to want you to see what you're losing. But in, in Christ, all we do is see him and we're gaining him and who he has called us to be. And so remind yourself of that. Remind yourself of that. Keep your identity in the forefront of your mind, who you're being called to be. Put on your armor of God, love your body well, be kind to your body, appreciate what your body is doing, rework that mindset by replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones, life-giving thoughts. Your body is good. And if you need some, some more scripture to, to you know, replace these thoughts with, feel free to check out. I will post the links in the show notes below several of my other podcast episodes where I talk specifically about scripture and how it applies to our body. To end end this episode, just continue to be encouraged 
you can enjoy this journey. You can find freedom in this journey. And when we refocus with our identity, we reshape our mindset with life-giving and affirming thoughts for our journey, that freedom begins to come. But we still need that armor because Satan will come in and try to make you see what you're losing and what you're missing out on or that there's a better way or that you need to change your program in two months because it's not working. Don't do that. Don't allow that voice back in. Focus on in the next coming months as we continue to walk through this, focus on the health habits that align for you and your stages of life, your stage of life. And with that, I will talk to y'all in the next episode, FitFam. Hey, FitFam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.